Hello everyone, this is the European Hoops podcast and we are a Sports Eaters presentation. My name is Andre and for today's episode I have the pleasure to have with me our two EuroLeague experts, Dio Valente and Tiago Cordeiro. On today's episode we will go over the four games that will take place on the second day of the round 26 of the EuroLeague. After today, Efes and Milano beating Maccabi and Real. Efes won 105-91 and Milan won 81-76 to to keep their playoff aspirations alive and their playing most likely aspirations of alive. It's time for us to look at the games that will take place on 9th of February, uh, Friday, and uh, tell you guys what to expect from those matchups. We will be recapping all of the nine games that took place on the, this uh, round 26. When the EuroLeague is about to restart, we thought that would be a good way to keep you guys up to date with the action, to recap the action and bring you guys back to everything that happened in the EuroLeague on the last round of the competition before the break. Uh, a reminder for you guys that the EuroLeague is going on a two-week break and uh, during those two weeks we will still have content here at the European Hoops podcast. The EuroLeague stops, but we don't. We will have a special interview for you guys. We will have our all-star picks. We will have also a recap of our poll rankings from the beginning of the season. You guys will find out who climbed and who felt in our power rankings. At the beginning of the season, the power rankings were done by me and Diogo. Now we will have the special participation of Diago as well. We will bring you guys what you can expect for the remaining of the the EuroLeague season and you will find out who you rank higher and who you rank lower in our power rankings and why is that and what have the teams been doing and haven't done and how that impact the way we see what we expect from them moving forward and besides that our all-star picks are very simple we will be selecting the players that we will characterize as all-stars within the EuroLeague and also a special interview that uh, I will keep it a mystery until I release it but that will be coming out during the two weeks break of the, the EuroLeague. So make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Twitter so you don't miss out on any of those special episodes that we will bring through the break. As you guys know, the EuroLeague stop, but we don't here at the European Hoops podcast. So stick with us. And as I was doing this introduction, uh, another game ended and Olympiacos was able to beat Valencia on the road. A very important win uh, for this Olympiacos team that uh, is able to keep creating a gap between them and the other teams that are on the playing mix with uh, keeping their top six aspirations still alive. Um, uh, Basconi also won against uh, Asvel and uh, the game between Partizan and Bayer is going down to the wire at the moment uh, Partizan is done one but then I will come back and I will take a look at what happened on that matchup but now it's time to look at the four games that will take uh, place tomorrow we will go by order we will start with the Red Star Jalgiris a very intriguing game a high level game between Paratinaikos and Fenerbahce Virtus Monaco it's a fight for the top places both of these games Can can be very important in the fight for home court advantage and we end with the game between Barcelona and Alba. Let's then look at this game between Red Star and Jalgiris. 
Red Star comes into this round in 14th place with uh, 10 wins and 15 losses. Jalgiris comes into this round after winning their previous two matchups and they are in 15th place tied with Red Star with 10 wins and 15 losses. And after these two wins in a row, Jalgiris will want to keep this momentum and with that still aspire to get into the planes. It won't be an easy task for uh, for Jalgiris team. We know how good Red Star can be at home and how well they play at home. They tend to be a more consistent team at uh, home than on the road and especially their shooting consistency is what usually shows up when the, they are playing at home. This is a game between one of the best uh, three-point shooting teams in the competition in Jalgiris. They have a 40.6 three-point percentage. They rank in first place and the team that ranks in 16th place out of 18 teams, uh, Red Star, with 34.4% uh, from three. And this will be a very important factor of the game. Another important factor of the this matchup is the ability of uh, Jalgiris to take care of the ball against the Red Star team can be a disruptive team and ranked in second in sales per game and those two factors will be important for the outcome of this game. Red Star will want to at home defend their position understandings ahead of Jalgiris and they will want to revenge their loss in Kaunas 79 to 74 back in 13 of October. These are the teams that have been progressing. We know that Jalgiris has a different head coach now. They are starting to incorporate their style of play and uh, maybe that's the reason why we saw this uh, two recent high-level performances, but uh, time to give the word to our EuroLeague experts and to hear from them what do they expect to see on this matchup, who they expect to come out of this game as the winners. Tough one here. Uh, Zalgiris has been playing amazing basketball and that's obviously Coach Trincheri's effect uh, on the team, um, but it's been mostly at home. So, uh, well, this is a, a road game and I'm going to go with Red Star getting the win at home. Uh, I feel like Zalgiris has been a better team as of late, but I still think Red Star has enough talent and obviously at home they are a very strong team so I'm going to lean Red Star and I'm going to take them um, I feel like it could go either way honestly maybe Zalgiris is going to be better prepared uh, but I'm just going to go with the home factor here and I'm going to go Red Star Sorry Diogo I love you but I need to disagree here with you uh, I know that you have some points and I do tend to agree with you but I'm favoring Zalgiris there are two similar teams and for Zalgiris to win this game they need to win the battle of the boards because Red Star is the second team with uh, most offensive rebounds in the league. So for Zalgiris to be in the game, they need to reduce Red Star possessions first. And we need to clear that for sure. And as I said previously on the Panathinaikos against Zalgiris game, other guys need to step up to Keenan Evans uh, forever, to have a break. And he can step up when it matters the most. And I really like what he's doing so far, becoming even more of a playmaker and making others around him better which is the case with some guys like Birutis. And I don't see Red Star being able to stop the pick and roll action that they're starting to do. And they already did it against Panathinaikos in the previous games. Um, and if Red Star overhelps on, on the roll, for example, Salgiris has a lot of shooters to, to shoot with a lot of space. Uh, and for these reasons, I'm picking Zalgiris. I know that they're playing at Stark Arena, which it's crazy to pick against Red Star, but I'm favoring uh, Zalgiris for now, for the moment that they're having. 
So I need to be on their side. The second game that we have on the docket, it's the game between Paratinaikus and Fenerbahce. And we know how important home court is for both of these teams. Paratinaikus at home has a record of 10 wins and 3 losses. Fenerbahce at home has a record of 11 wins and 1 loss. These are very good uh, home courts and both of these teams are tied in the standings for 4th place. A tie that includes uh, Monaco, it's a 3-way tie for 4th place. And both of these teams will want to, be, to have home court advantage heading into the playoffs. So this makes this game and the next one that we will be previewing extremely important matchups. The last time these two teams met in Istanbul, Fenerbahce won 83-69 to in 17th of October. Paratinak is a team that uh, gained momentum and really found the way that they wanted to play. They added Kendrick Nunn and Nunn is a player that adds another level for them offensively. While his backcourt partner Grant certainly plays an important role for their defensive system and that will be important on this game against Fenerbahce. Fenerbahce a team that has a high-level guard such as Wilbukin and uh, Paratinakos will want to revenge their loss on the, the first round when the, they lost 83-69 uh, to 69 in Istanbul. This time around in Oaka, they will want things to be different and they will want to be able to, to beat Fenerbahce. This is a game between a Fenerbahce team that ranks fourth offensively against a Paratinakos team that ranks fourth defensively. I truly expect this to be a highly competitive game. So tell me, guys, who do you expect to come out of this game uh, victorious? Great game, and it can go both ways for sure. But I'm favoring Panathinaikos because, first of all, they're playing at home, and we know that it's really tough to play at Oaka in, in Greece. And secondly, Coach Edelman already told his players that on road games, they need to play with the same aggressiveness that they play at home. So we know that they will be aggressive playing at home, and they already had the heads up. So they will improve on, on that part of the game for sure. Then I love the way that uh, Panathinaikos defend and it will be a very physical match because on Fenerbahce's side they they can match the aggressiveness that um, Panathinaikos has but I do trust more Panathinaikos uh, on the offensive side than Fener. Uh, I'm waiting for uh, Sulukas to get back but uh, they don't need him for sure because Luka Vildosa already in. So now they have some guards that can, they can step up and then that can control the game. So for these reasons, I'm picking Panathinaikos. This is probably the matchup of the week for me. Uh, and I agree with you. Uh, I'm taking Panathinaikos to win this game. Uh, but it's going to be so tough. And I think it's going to be such an amazing basketball game. I think it's going to be very competitive. Uh, at the end, Panathinaikos at home, I feel like they are very good. And they have the talent. They, they have all the pieces they need. Uh, I trust uh, Kendrick Nunn's uh, scoring and playmaking ability. He has been sensational since he's joined the team. And uh, I don't know how Fenerbahce is going to be able to guard him. So uh, I think Panathinaikos has the advantage on this game. They they have such an amazing roster. They've been playing very good basketball. And, and I think Panathinaikos is, is currently the better team between these two. So I'm going with Panathinaikos. The third game of the day and the third game that we will be previewing on this episode is the game that will be taking place between Virtus and Monaco. Virtus arrives to this uh, round 26 in third place. And they have been one of the most surprising teams of the EuroLeague so far. They are overperforming their level of talent and they are even overperforming their level of play. 
between all the top six teams in the EuroLeague, they are the only team with a negative uh, plus minus. They have a negative 15. While all the other teams in this uh, top six and uh, all the other teams that are on these uh, playoff positions uh, have a positive plus minus, as usual, you, you would expect from teams on the, these positions in the standings. This means that Virtus really has been able to make the most of each of their game and to conquer important victories while being a team that has hard-fought games and hard-fought victories. With this side, maybe we can find in Monaco some theoretical advantage in terms of talent in this particular matchup. But this makes this an even more important game for Virtus. Virtus currently has a record of 16 wins and 9 losses. This means that they are one win ahead of this three-way tie from 4th to 6th place. They also have two wins advantage over uh, Olympiacos heading into this uh, round 16. But we know already that Olympiacos was able to on the road against Valencia win their matchup of the, the round the 26 and this means that if Virtus loses this matchup they will be only one win ahead of uh, Olympiacos and the loser of the the matchup between uh, Paratinaikos and Fenerbahce. This puts them in a hard position and their schedule moving forward will be hard and they will have a hard task to be able to hold to, to this top six and to the direct qualification to the playoffs. While I do expect to see them in the second round of the competition and to be at the very least part of the of the planes, especially after today, we we watched the game between Partizan and Bayern. And in the beginning of the episode, I was mentioning that that game was heading to the end when we started to record this episode. And Partizan lost at home against Bayern Munich. And that really puts Partizan in a troublesome position. They have currently 12 wins and that gives a four-win advantage of Virtus. Uh, from Virtus to the 11th place and that's the, the advantage that they will have to play with until the, the end of the regular season for them to be able to lock one of these uh, at the very least, at the very least <laughs> playing positions and that's something I expect them to be able to do but if they want to hold to this top 6 and even more if they want to hold to home court advantage this game against Monaco is extremely extremely important for them they have at home a record of 11 wins and 1 loss while Monaco has on the road a record of 6 wins and 7 losses I do think that uh, Monaco has the upper hand on this particular matchup. The last time that uh, these uh, two teams uh, faced each other and played against each other, in Monaco, Virtus had a surprising win, 59-83. to Can they repeat that at home? Or are we about to see Monaco being able to revenge that and with uh, that uh, victory to be able to start claiming themselves uh, as a real contender to the home court advantage heading to the playoffs? They certainly will want that because the teams that they will be playing against are teams such as Panarbache or Paratinaikos and having home court advantage on those matchups will be extremely important for this Monaco team. They still can uh, aspire to climb all the way up to the second place and catch Barcelona in the standings. That's not an impossible task, but as things profile right now, they are likely to be on these three to six places in the standings and uh, they will want to be able to lock home court advantage in those particular matchups. 
matchups. So this makes it a very important game between uh, Virtus and uh, Monaco and a very, very important game for both of these teams that currently are both in the playoff positions and will want to continue to be once the regular season ends. Guys, tell me, who do you expect to win this game between Virtus and Monaco? I'm going to go with Monaco on this one. I, I think Monaco obviously lost to Virtus in, in the first round, but uh, in the first matchup. Uh, but I think Monaco has something to prove now because they've been playing better basketball. Mike James has kept looking like the best player in Europe. And, and I feel like they need to get this win back. Uh, I thought at home they should have won and they got embarrassed. They, they lost by 24 points. Uh, but I think Monaco has been stepping up now. They, they've been healthy. And I believe this is one of those games that Mike James is going to go get back. So even though it's going to be hard on the road against Virtus, of course, uh, I still think Monaco is the better team. And I'm going to take Mike James and them to, to win this game. Yeah, I agree with Yogo here. I believe that Monaco will win this game. Monaco is in an amazing form with four win streak. And it will be the battle of the boards that will decide the game. And Virtus here has the upper end. As we know, they have uh, great rebounders and guys like Brian Dunson. So Monaco need to box out those guys for them to, to win the game. I believe that Virtus is running out of gas at this point, And it's good for them to play this game in the previous one against Partizan. So both uh, tough games and they're playing at home so it's quite good for them uh, but I don't see uh, them being able to be consistent enough on, on the defensive side as they were in the beginning of the season and that's why I'm saying that they're running out of gas because in the last six games uh, they suffered more than 84 points in five out of six games and one of them was against Aswell. One of them, the other one uh, was against Aswell. And on two of them, uh, they suffered 95 or higher. So they won't be able to stop Mike James and company. So for these reasons, I agree with you, Diogo. And I believe that Monaco will win. Well, guys, with this, we reached the last game of this uh, round 26 and the last game before the, the break. It's a game between second place Barcelona with 17 wins and 8 losses and the 17th place Alba with 5 wins and 20 losses. This is a game that theoretically it's a one-sided game where Barcelona, especially playing at home, should be seen as favorite and I think that's enhanced by the fact that on 19th of December Barcelona lost in Berlin against Alba 74-70. to Barcelona certainly will want to correct the mistakes that they did on that matchup and will want to be able to impose themselves and show their superiority at home, revenging that loss that they had against Alba in Berlin and to be able to just keep cementing their second place in the standings we just spoke how tough will be the challenge that Virto has but uh, Barcelona is two wins ahead of the three-way tie from fourth to sixth and a win against Alba and when these teams will be playing against each other, Virto is playing against Monaco, Paratinaikos will be playing against Fenerbahce it's a chance for Barcelona to keep cementing their position in second place and that makes this a very important game for them to be able to conquer this win and to head into the, this two week break with a, a solid second place in the standings and to keep affirming themselves as one of the top teams and was one of the teams that in the end of the regular season will have locked home court advantage for the playoffs. Who do you guys expect to win this matchup between uh, Barcelona and uh, Alba? Yeah, and this game is a no-brainer for me and I'm picking Barcelona to win against Alba. Uh, one of the worst teams or the worst team, you can say if it's between them or Asvel. Uh, but yeah, Alba already shown us that they can beat Barcelona. They already did it. Uh, but now playing at home, Barcelona will try and will dominate and will want to dominate since the beginning of the game. Uh, I see Alba trying to outscore Barcelona, but Barcelona is a well-coached team. Uh, 
I do trust their coach to, to do a good job on this game. And if Pablo wants to, to outscore Barcelona, Barcelona needs to slow down the pace of the game. And I don't see a way that Alba can be consistent enough on defense. Uh, for them to try to compete this game for so for these reasons i'm picking barcelona yeah man, I, I agree with you to close things out uh, the last game uh, i'm obviously going to go with barcelona here they are clearly the better team they are the more talented team and i feel like they got to keep winning they they are on sole possession of the second seed now so they got to keep building and trying to solidify that second seed and i think this is a perfect game for that i think at home while having the much more talented team on every position i, I feel like they i think they could use a dominant win uh, i think it would prove something to to the people so it would be a very good sign for them to to get a blowout here i think alba will try to score and they will try to to fight but i, I just don't see them having enough even though alba won the first matchup i think barcelona will obviously try to get that win back and, and try to prove that they are clearly the better team so i agree with you and i'm gonna go with barcelona and this takes us to the end of this european hoops podcast episodes as i have hinted in the beginning of the episode stay tuned next week for our special episodes that will be coming out a reminder that the recap of this round 26 will come after the break so we can get you guys back to the EuroLeague rhythm with a recap of this round 26 and just recapitulating how the standings are in this moment of the competition what to expect from each of these teams moving forward that will come after our all-star selections our power rankings and also special interview that we'll have during this break stay tuned for all of our content and as always I'll be talking with you guys soon see you guys and if you like the content stay tuned for more bye guys see you on next episode